Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for being here wherever you are. I hope you're doing well. Um, A lot of the country I know right now is being jammed with snow and cold and places that never get snow are getting snow and no one knows what to do with themselves. And so I hope wherever you are listening, um, you're warm and happy and well. And if you're not, this too shall pass, my friend. This too shall pass. So as we get started, I want to welcome you to Drop your shoulders, release the tension that you're holding in your body right now. Do a little wiggle, move your face around, kind of drop the the tension in your eyebrows and just take a deep breath with me. Your body will thank you for doing that randomly multiple times a day. If you remember to do it, it will really, really just affect you in a a really positive fashion in lots lots of ways. The ripple effect from releasing the tension that we're holding in our body is vast my friends so thank you for taking a moment with me to do that um today i'm going to talk to you about delegation so this is definitely a question that i get a lot and i think that there's a lot of different types of answers to it and it's when should i delegate or you know when's the right time to delegate and it's different for different people. I think that, you know, I don't believe there's anything wrong with delegating, you know, straight out the gate when you get to that space in your business. Um, or, you know, I think everybody has their own cup of tea when that come, you know, when that becomes okay for them. They want to make sure, you know, they're making this much money or whatever it is. But what I'd like to tell you is, first of all, there's no right or wrong answer. Like, you're a grown up and you're the boss of you, so you get to choose when that is. But I'm going to offer you some suggestions throughout the rest of this chat, um, and this is not just for business owners, please. So don't don't hang up if you're don't hang up like we're on a phone call. Don't leave me here um, if you're not an entrepreneur, you don't own your own business. Hang tight because I got something for everybody. Trust me. Um, that's something that I love about what I do and the things that I talk about is 98% of them can be utilized in anybody's life, um, in anybody's, you know, no matter what your circumstances is, whether you work for someone else, whether you're stay at home, whether you're a mom, a dad, a wife, a husband, none of the above, like anywhere. Anyway, a lot of this stuff is very universal. So if you ever have questions about what's the best way for that to, for like some of the stuff to be put into practice in your life, um, if you know, you feel like maybe it's more geared towards entrepreneurs or whatever, like feel free to email me, you guys. Like my email is below for a reason because I like to help in any ways that I can. And that way I can shoot you back an answer or maybe like how you can implement certain things into your life no matter what the situation is, right? So what I want to offer today is just some things to think about when it comes to asking people to help you. So when I say delegate, it doesn't always mean hiring somebody, like, but it definitely can be. I was listening to one of my coaches earlier today. I was listening to a training, and she was talking about how she 
delegates her folding laundry because she hates folding laundry. And so she made a deal with her kids a long time ago that they get a certain thing in exchange for folding her laundry every week. And, and so again, like that's just a good example, right? And so I think that um, we're going to kind of start there. And it's one of the biggest reasons, in my opinion, to one of the only reasons, I think, to really hire somebody other than like you have so much work you don't know what to do with and you're hiring like a team of salespeople. I'm talking more of like support, um, like a support staff per se, is when you shouldn't be spending time doing things that you hate all the time. Is it a good thing to know about them? Yes. Is it a good thing to understand the importance of them? Yes. Is it still something that you're going to have to oversee? Yes. That's the other thing, like delegating a task doesn't mean you never have to have anything to do with it ever again. Like that's not how it works. <laughs> so you still will have to oversee things and we'll get to that part in a minute. But if you think about things in your life that you don't like to do or you're maybe not good at or maybe you're really fucking good at it, but you don't like to do it, um, those are places to start. Like if you're feeling like your plate is really full and you're overwhelmed, um, those are places to start. So I'll kind of give you a little background for me is I hired my assistant four years ago, maybe something like that. Um, I was in business for maybe a year before I hired her, I'd say. And we started out at a low amount of hours. Um, she's my VA, so she's a virtual assistant. She lives in a different state. And uh, we've actually only met once in real life, which was just kind of by chance because I have a client that that shop is near her. So anyway... Um, we started working together, you know, a year or so after I started, maybe. I don't, I really don't remember the time frame, but um, a long, long time ago. And we started a small amount of hours, I think maybe five or 10 hours a month. And she started taking things off of my plate, like repurposing content, like putting things into blog posts um, that I wrote on Facebook. Basically, she'd pull it, she'd make it into a blog post, we'd talk about it, that's what we would do. You know, she would help me with travel arrangements, with managing my inbox, with creating some documents for contracts and things like that. And then it's just evolved into this beautiful thing where, you know, she has a pretty big list of things that she does daily, weekly, monthly for me um, and has completely taken off of my plate. And it's friggin' great. And now I don't give things to Tiffany that don't, that's her name. I don't give things to her anymore of things that I don't like. That's really never the factor there. The factor is things that I'm, that are time, like super time consuming in a way that number one, maybe they're not my zone of genius. So I should be putting my attention elsewhere. Something that may take me hours, takes her five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, stuff like that. Like busy work that could be considered some of that stuff that's taking up a lot of time that I could be spending on the phone or recording podcasts or writing sales copy or any of those types of things. When I'm on the phone or I'm writing and creating, that's what makes me money. That's what generates, you know, the dollars and the the audience, I would say maybe that eventually generates the dollars, right? And gets gets the business. So it's that's like my income producing activities. And so I'm able to take things off of my plate that not only I have to do. That's another thing, right? Like if you're the only person who can write the copy or you know, respond to the message or whatever in some cases, like absolutely that's your jam, right? But what about the other things that don't take just your special whatever you have to do? You know, um, little things like 
this charge that I signed up for, they I couldn't figure out how to log in. There was no login. I didn't know how to stop it. It was like a monthly recurring donation thing. And so I put that on on her plate to do like just things like that so anyway what I wanted to explain is like it can be like that it can also be something like delegating your grocery shopping using an app you know using shipped or instacart or you know there's a in a company here that makes custom meals called fit flavors like you can delegate things that take up a lot of time in your life that maybe you don't love to do maybe you're not great at them or maybe there are things that you use as excuses not to do certain things like example if I don't have good food then I eat junk food and crap or I just don't eat at all all of which are bad ideas for me right so I don't like to go to the grocery store I do now because I really enjoy Trader Joe's but life has just been a little bit busier than normal or like I'd like it to be the past several months. And so I use Instacart every week to get my groceries and it saves me a lot of time. I spend 10 minutes filling out the thing, I schedule you know, the, the delivery and then I go about my business, right? I have subscribe and save on Amazon. Like these are delegations, whether you realize it or not. These are definitely things where you're getting help from the resources available to you so that you don't have to spend an extra amount of time on whatever it is. If you use subscribe and save on Amazon, you know, for example, I get collagen and MTC oil. I've been using it every morning for years now. And the brand that I like is on Amazon. And so that automatically sends me a new jug of both of those every month, you know? And so there's, or maybe it's over two months. I don't know. Anyways, but it's conveniency to where a lot of people are like, oh, life is too convenient. Well, here's the deal. Like, I think that some of it gets taken to an extreme. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's some stuff that, like, has created, and in, in some cases, it creates laziness or, like, dependency in some places, but I don't believe anybody who's listening to this podcast, for real, for real, is in that situation, but... I think when you can use it as a tool that assists you to be able to document, or not document, but more control where you're going to put your time and energy into things that are, whether they're making your life better, easier, or making you more money, or allowing you to do things that you love. Because the truth is, like, we all start this game and this path and this, you know, the entrepreneurial journey or professional development or personal development or, you know, self-help or whatever it is we start these journeys because we want things to be better we want life to be different we want more we want happiness we want freedom we want joy we want money right like don't be ashamed of any of those things it's the truth but then somehow we still get caught up in the hustle and grind in the ugly way i I like hustle and grind in different fashions but we get caught up in the old you know nine to five version of that to where we aren't happy we're not enjoying life we're not having fun and it's like dude where, where do we go wrong there? Like, are we missing something? Isn't this not the reason that we did this? Because I'm sorry, like, do I believe that it takes a ton of hard work to build certain things? Sure, I do think that hard work is absolutely a part of it. Do I think that that hard work needs to be miserable? No. I think that that's a way to stay stuck. I think that's a way to never truly excel to where you're wanting to be. Do I think it's possible people stay stuck like that forever? Sure. Unfortunately. Obviously, it's not our goal here, so... Um, other things that can consider you can consider as a delegation is hiring somebody to clean your house for you. 
Um, that is one of those things that I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, no, only rich people have housekeepers. And it's like, first of all, like that mindset's got to fucking go somewhere, which we're going to talk about in a minute. I have that listed here, but it's like, it's really not that expensive when you, when you look into it. So a lot of the services that are, um, more of your, you know, like chain type companies are a little bit more pricey. But there's a lot of local businesses, like obviously do your homework and, and vest them, like vest some interest into finding out more about these people and, and stuff like that, get referrals and that. But there are a lot of local businesses that do a really good job and have a pretty, really like re, uh, reasonable price point when it comes to that. You know, here's the deal, like I'll tell you the tr- like honest truth for me, when I had my old house. I used to feel like there was something wrong with me that I wanted to outsource cleaning. Like, what the fuck, Jamie? Like, you're a fucking woman. You're a single woman who lives in a, well, I don't know how big that house was, like 400, no, 1,400 square foot, something like that, 1,000 square foot, I don't remember. But it was a three-bedroom house with a yard. And I'm like, you are a single woman in your freaking 20s at the time. You do not need to be asking for help with these things. That's crazy. But then they would always pile up on me and the pressure would be there. My house would be messy. I had to work from home. Like just shit would happen and it would piss me off. And then I'd have to spend, I'd spend an entire day um, from like dusk till dawn (laughs) cleaning the house. And I'd be freaking dead tired because by that point it was a big, you know, a big job of doing like the little things and the deep cleans and all of that stuff that piles up. And it just was like, I felt bad to ask for help. And so until I did, until I said, you know what, this is silly. Like, I don't want to spend my time doing this. Like, I don't, when I'm done working, I need to regroup and recoup because I give so much of my own, my energy um, and emotions out. Like, I need that time for something different. And to feel okay with that is still sometimes a weird thing. It's definitely not the societal norm of what's okay and what's not. And But fuck that societal norm because it's all about what you're doing and what makes the most sense for you. You know, I, my dad took care of my lawn there because I just did not want to do it. It was something I do not enjoy. So that stuff you can do in the household. Like I now live in a smaller place. When I moved back to St. Louis, I went to a better part of town, I guess you could maybe call it in like a really like dreamy neighborhood. And so my place is smaller. And I like literally even although I know all of this and I practice it being like, you are not going to hire somebody to clean this house. Like it is so small. That's ridiculous. And it's like, you know what? The deep shit, like I don't like to mop the floor. I will sweep. I will vacuum. I just hate mopping (laughs) or windows or mirrors. Like I'm bad at mirrors and windows. Anyway, like that kind of shit. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? That's something that I want to take off of my own plate. And it's not that I'm sitting here going, oh my God, we all have all the money in the world and we should just hire all these people to do things for us. Because that's not the case at all. What I like to bring back, bring us back to regularly is that like, for me, it's about quality of life. It's not about dollars in the bank. I'd rather spend $98 or $75 or whatever to have my place cleaned and then have that time to do whatever I wanted instead. Do something that I enjoy, do something for my business to make me more money, do whatever. That's my problem is that I always wanna make more time so that I can do things for my business to make more money. 
but what I need and what I'm working on very diligently over these past six to nine months is that in the space and time that I create, I'm taking care of myself differently and I'm having fun and I'm allowing myself to have a friggin' life outside of work. Because I realized that when someone asked me, what do you do for fun? My answer was work because I like my job and it is really fun. Creating new things is fun, but I didn't make a lot of space for like other kinds of fun. And so that's been a goal for me and maybe that's a goal for you. And there's nothing freaking wrong with that. I think one of the biggest questions is when you find yourself overwhelmed, constantly drowning in something, you got to evaluate why. I know it happens to me recently. It just happened to me too. And I'm like, wait a minute. Let me look at this to-do list. What on this list can I either cut off because it's unnecessary or can I ask someone to help me with? You know, and, and some of the stuff was I was able to give to my assistant, but honestly, a lot of the stuff was on me. I just had to reevaluate and reprioritize the list and give myself grace and give myself permission to chill the fuck out, to chill out about the, all the things on that list. And so I think we always just have to be mindful if it's, a, you know, something, for example, when I first started my business, bookkeeping, I've done bookkeeping since I was 17 years old. I know how to run everything in QuickBooks. I know how to reconcile all the bank accounts and deal with checks and balances and all the shit. I don't like it. So guess what? The first couple of years in my business, I wouldn't do it until it was like tax time. And then I would kill myself for like two weeks and it would consume my whole life for me to update all this shit and to final put everything together and, you know, just stupid, not smart, right? Like, why would we do that to ourselves? So now I pay someone to do it for me and she does it monthly and I, well, she does it all the time, but I get a report from her monthly and we go over my finances and we go over my whatever and... And it's pretty freaking awesome because it's off my plate. And here's the thing, that expense is pretty minimal in comparison. Like I'm sure if I had a whole lot more moving pieces, it would be more expensive a little bit, but like you gotta remind yourself of quality of life and how much your time is worth, right? Like obviously each person that I bring into my world to do things for me, like I value their time and am willing to pay their worth. I have to think about what makes the most sense for me because something that takes Catrice you know, 15 minutes to reconcile takes me 45 minutes to even freaking get started reconciling, right? And then an hour and a half goes by and I'm finished just because it's something I don't like and I don't do all the time. And so I'm not quick at it. And that doesn't make sense. It's just not smart. And so in the world of, of delegation, that's the thought process I want you to bring into the game. Not like, oh, I need to bring on a team because people bring on teams and that's what I'm supposed to do. No, fuck this supposed to do. It's if you continuously find things that, number one, you avoid because you don't like them, number two, you are not good at (laughs) and takes you a really, really long time or things that you hate, it's time to start thinking of ways to outsource that. And so, again, like the grocery shopping thing. So here, I'll give you a little once upon a time before I go into this like old belief system I wanted to talk about. As far as that, like, oh, you shouldn't, you're a girl, you're 20 or 20s, like a single girl, you shouldn't have to hire somebody to do that. Once upon a time, no. So back years ago when I was living in that other house I was telling you about, I had my virtual assistant out of state that handled everything for the business. And then I had a personal assistant here in town. And I've been really playing with the idea of bringing somebody back in to do that again. But 
we'll see. It's not easy to find someone that does the things that I want them to do, but anyway. So she came into the game and I don't even remember, she worked a minimal amount of hours a week and we kind of fluctuated based upon her school schedule and stuff, she was in college. And she did things like bathe my dogs, play with the dogs on days that I had really long call days. Like she'd go out into the yard and play with them when I didn't have the opportunity to. She would fold my laundry when it would be finished. She would help me get groceries or like clean out the refrigerator or, you know, she would pick up flowers for me that I wanted to have at the house. Um, you know, she would do a lot of research for me. I don't know about you guys, but like that was a key fucking thing for me. I really like to know things about certain things or I want to find there's got I'll have this idea in my head and be like there's got to be a program or a system that I can use to create blah da 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 this thing that I saw or what's the best way to start a podcast what's the best way to start a YouTube channel like I would have her spend time researching that stuff you know sometimes her job looked like her literally sitting on my couch snuggling my dogs on her laptop researching things for me <laughs> But she would help me with my with my product line. She would take pictures for me of things. She would do editing for me. She filmed me. That's when we had a lot of the videos we had. She filmed and edited, and I paid for her to learn how to edit, you know, content and stuff like that. So anyway, that was something that just to give you like once upon a time that I was able to bring somebody in that did a little bit of everything. And it was awesome until, you know, she moved into a different area of her life and it just didn't fit anymore. But that was I'm telling you these stories not so you're like oh cool it must be nice Jamie like no I'm telling you these because these are all ideas of things that could potentially that you feel like are weighing you down that could potentially be things that make sense for you you know if you look at Gary Vaynerchuk for example you know he always has somebody driving him right well think about it I mean granted he's in New York City so but I think about it here right I think about the same kind of concept here in St. Louis where having somebody drive you when you're an entrepreneur or you're always on the phone or your job is very like very demanding like that saves you so much time because you're able to get so much done in the time that you're driving where you wouldn't have that opportunity but those are just these are just different things to think about um so one of the things that I wanted to really share is this old belief pattern that a lot of us have that causes us to stay stuck and feel like we can't ask for help okay so ding 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 raise your hand if you've ever felt that way all of america and everywhere i'm certain feels like oh i shouldn't ask for help or you know god like who the fuck do i think i am to hire a housekeeper like that's ridiculous and i'm like who do you think you are somebody who's smart like that's what I think and of course everyone's situation is different so please take all of these things take what you want and leave the rest basically off of this conversation but the old belief patterns around we shouldn't need or when I have more I'll do this or that's really silly for me to ask somebody to help with that um, you know example I need to get I need to get more photos done and in my brain I had convinced myself that it was silly for me to do monthly photo shoots. And I'm like, why the fuck is that silly? Like, why is that silly when you need pictures all the time? Like, figure out a plan, get a deal with somebody, set them up in advance, go to the, get, get new photos every month. Like, I need them for my business, but for some reason in my brain, it's like I had created this, this as this big fucking ordeal 
and also something that was silly. When hello, I did the I did the math earlier for my taxes, and I'm pretty what was it like two hundred no two thousand two hundred seventy five pictures of me, pictures or videos of me were shared on the interwebs last year alone. That's a lot, you guys. That's a lot. That's my business, right? So how the fuck is that silly? Because of these old belief patterns that make us feel like, oh no, that's unnecessary. Oh, that's extreme or that's excessive. You don't really need that. Which we all have our things. Isn't that funny where to me it's excessive to do that, but I'm okay with paying people to do these other things. It's just kind of silly. But that's what I wanted to say is we all have these old belief patterns based off of our own education that's been given us to us by our environment and the people and the things that we've witnessed and experienced that have made us think the all of these false rules of like I shouldn't do that or I shouldn't need that like I'm a man I should cut my own grass well dude you know what if cutting your own grass means that you don't get to spend time with your family on the weekends like fucking pay someone to cut your grass like stop it you know what I mean like those types of things so it's definitely a matter of really being clear about your own time and valuing those things. And so it's like some of my clients, for example, will come to me and they're struggling with spending time with their family, running their business, and keeping themselves healthy, right? So here's what happened. Hired a personal trainer, hired someone to prep their meals, and hired a housekeeper. Guess who doesn't have problems with those things anymore? My client. Guess who's out maybe a total of $200 a month, something like that, and has gained a ton of time in exchange, a ton of time and peace of mind and time with her family and balance and calm. That client, it's huge. Those are the things, you know, that we don't put value on when we should. Like we have to value our own time. So if you continuously find yourself in a situation where you're like, okay, I can't do X, Y, and Z, or I never have time for this, a lot of that is a choice because there's always thought, there's always options. There's always things. You can barter with people for this kind of stuff too. Like, you know, maybe your thing is that you never have date nights with your husband because you can never find a babysitter. Or maybe you can't afford a babysitter. Maybe that's what it is. So what if you talk to your other friend who has kids and you guys trade off? She'll watch your kids Friday night overnight this week. And then in two weeks, you'll watch her kids Friday night overnight. See what I mean? Like, there's ways to do this shit if you want to do it. And a lot of the ways don't even have to cost you any money in those kinds of instances, you know? And so, like, again, the services that I use are not me hiring someone. It's it's me utilizing, well, I'm hiring that service, not an individual to do all of the things. But I wrote this in the notes that I wanted to say for today, and it's when we feel like we may need to ask for support or ask for help on all of the things that are on our plate. Instead of going to old belief patterns and old, oh, shouldn't haves and shoulds and this is silly and all that jazz, what if, or not what if, but this is what I suggest you do, and it's base that decision of what you're going to do with the valued time, the, that you know your time that you're valuing. I made a wink, you guys, you didn't see, you can't see me. <laughs> Make that decision based off of your own evaluation of your own life, your own world, your own time and energy spent, like budgeting your energy. We've talked about that in past episodes. 
You're budgeting your energy. And sometimes the fact is, is we just run out. We run out of energy. We run out of space. We run out of time. And so you can make the evaluation on what you can ask for support in based upon your own world and your own what's going on. So if you are planning, like we've talked about, and you have data to look at, you have a planner or schedule or calendar or whatever you can take a gander at and see, okay, what's repeating? What am I, you know, what keeps getting pushed to the wayside? What can I put into play here? Where do I need to ask for help? You know, and sometimes that's within our own families. That's within our own households. Like the coach I was telling you about who, you know, employs her children basically to fold her laundry. Like you're allowed to ask the other people in your home to help you with things. My boyfriend's really bad at this. Really bad at this. Over the years that we've been together, his kids have lived with him on and off. Um, They're older and like they're grown. So, but he would bitch about them not helping with anything. Well, they're not helping with this. And I remember being like, what the fuck, right? Like really irritated. Like what the hell? They're living here. You're giving them everything and they're not even helping. Like what the hell? And then it made me realize, then I realized at one point, like he didn't ask for help. He never asks them. He bitches about it, but he never asks them. And so we had to have a conversation about that where I was like, dude, they can't read your mind. And he's like, they should just know. This is women. Girls, don't tell me you don't do this. Wives do this big with their husbands, man. He should just know that I need his help with the groceries or cooking dinner or putting the kids to bed. He's not stupid. He's here. He sees everything I'm doing. He should just know. And that's what he, Tony said to me about the kids and I'm like bruh that is not how it freaking works obviously I agree like that would be great I would love it if somebody sees me busting my ass and sees me you know staying up super late to do the dishes or you know getting up extra early to take care of the yard or whatever like busting my ass like killing myself to do these things it would be very great and I that someone sees that happening and then offers to help me or takes on tasks Number one, you better be willing to actually accept the help. Let go of the perfectionism, friends, and accept the help when it's offered. Or ask for freaking help, you know? And so that's one of those situations where it's like you're never going to get ahead in that stuff and you're always going to be in this cycle and this loop-de-loop of drama that we create for ourselves when we're not willing to ask for help. And so I still have to remind him, I'm like, did you ask your son? And he's like, well, no, he's this. I'm like, go ask him to help you with that. You'll get it done in half the time. He doesn't mind. I know he doesn't mind, but he doesn't know you need help, you know, in those types of situations. And so that's a big thing for people. Nobody wants to ask and also nobody wants to accept it either. It doesn't make you less of anything for you to accept help. It's smart. It makes you better and smarter (laughs) because then you have more energy and time to enjoy and be better at the things that you're good at, right? Um, Or making more money if that's your, you know, great way, if that's your big driving force, right? So for me, it used to always be money and now it's probably like 25% money, 75% freedom and enjoyment. It used to be a lot of money and not the others, but now it's like I got that taste, right? I got that taste of time. And now I want the time (laughs) more than anything else. So really quick before we close up, I wanted to say about how. So I want to make this really clear because this is, I don't know if you guys know this. Well, yes, I am a coach. I am also a business consultant and a business manager. I help a lot of people create systems and 
operating procedures inside of their businesses. I also help my clients become better managers and fix the systems and processes or streamline them within the businesses they run. And so with that being said, this is one of my like jams. My old job when I had a before when I had a job, one of the things I had to get really good at was overseeing and managing people. And one of the things I realized about that was I had to have really freaking clear expectations. And one of the things that, and that's just been continuously shown to me over and over again in my own business, in my own life, and in all of my clients' business and lives, a lot of the drama and situations people have with employees or with people they ask to help them is that they have no clear expectations. People need direction in that sort of thing like what you're looking for if you're going to be upset that you're not getting a specific thing well most likely you didn't ask for it that's a question you ask yourself sometimes that is the case and people just don't do their jam don't do their jobs right whatever but having clear expectations is massively important very important right like so if you tell your husband hey i need you to clean out the garage so that we can have the kid's birthday party in there. And he's like, okay, cool. And you're, you'll be like, honey, I need you to have the garage cleaned out by Friday night because Saturday morning I have to decorate. So it has to be done by Friday night before you go to bed. Giving him a timeline and expectations, you can't expect him to succeed when you were just like, because in other people's minds, they don't know what you have going on in your head. So he may think, oh, people aren't coming till three on Saturday. I'll get up Saturday morning and just do it then, right? Well, and you're over here freaking the fuck out because Saturday morning comes and it's not done. Well, guess what? He didn't know you needed it done by Saturday morning because you did not tell him that you needed it done by Saturday morning. So then you're smarter than the average bear and you say, I need it done before you go to bed Friday night. So then you're not waiting on anybody in the morning. So anyway, be smart, communicate, have clear expectations. Then you do, um, you know, if you have a team of people now (laughs) working in your world, if you're a business owner or you're running a household, for example, you know, working on that's something that I'm taking on um, is running a second household. And that includes a handyman, that includes a yard guy, that includes a housekeeper, that includes a lot of things because that's a big place to take care of. And so those are things that I then have to oversee and manage. And I will say that it's not that complicated, so please don't freak out. It doesn't have to be that complicated. It's more of like you set a clear expectation and then you just have to follow up with the person to make sure that it's done. Or you can set a process in place like I do with my assistant to where at the end of the week, she sends me a list of things that she accomplished that week, like what was all done so that I don't have to question her, not question her, but I don't have to worry or wonder what was done and what wasn't or hey, did that thing happen? Instead, I look at the list on Friday and I know where we're at. So there's my peace of mind. There's my not being concerned, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of things you can put into place. I mean, this is something that, like I said, I help people with all the time. If that is something that you're concerned about and you do want to bring in a team of people or you have a team and you're worried about like how to do this, how, how to put in a streamlined process or checks and balances or whatever, like that is my jam and that is something we could definitely line out in a laser session. Um, if you don't know, I offer laser sessions with our one-time 90-minute sessions where we get on a video, it's recorded, I do a whole, whatever it is you're looking for, but you'll walk away with a game plan um, based upon the thing. And so it's really actually a pretty valuable piece, especially if this is something that you're wanting to put in play and you're not really sure how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, that kind of thing. Um, that's something that I can really help with. 
Anyway, just wanted to put that in there because I feel like I share so much. And then people are like, okay, Jamie, but I don't know how to do that. You know, I offer this assistance in Operation Do, which is my, my monthly group, or depending on what you, how your learning style is, like a laser session would probably be a good way. Or I know there are other people who, who you know, offer that too. I just don't know any of them off the top of my head. I hope that that made sense to you. I hope maybe that gave you some cool ideas of, of ways that you can take some things off of your plate, even if it's just by like that bartering system, right? Like trading with somebody, a friend, um, asking somebody to help you with something more, or just really get your, your wheels turning of ways that maybe you can start to be open to receiving support and help in whatever way it shows up for you, whether that means, you know, that doesn't have to mean delegation, but if you're open to it and you pay attention, then you may start seeing those opportunities present themselves. So thank you so much for listening and for being here. As always, if you have not left a review for the podcast and you feel so inclined, you can do that at iTunes. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share it with somebody who you think would benefit from it. Um, If you share it on social media, that would also be amazing. Be sure to tag us in it. Um, I appreciate you guys doing things like that because it does allow us to get the message in front of more people. This is not a... Um, this has no advertisers or, you know, sponsors. This is funded by me and my team. And so we get it in front of as many people as we can organically. And when you guys are able to help by sharing, like it means the world to me because that helps me get the message out there. And it just, I'm very grateful. So thank you so very much for doing that. We did start accepting donate, not donation tips. There's a link below that you guys can utilize if you want. Um, if you feel so inclined, do not, you do not have to, but I know some people ask. And so we started including it and until next time, my friends go out into the world, do good things, be good. Remember to let go of the tension that you're holding in your bodies. Thanks for being here.